You're listening to Old School with DP and J, presented by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final half hour. Don't go anywhere at 6 o'clock. Nicole Griffith, Connor Happer, take you through to 8 o'clock and see what guests they have. Because they're out there doing some house cleaning. Yeah, what do you guys call them? Cooter? Curter. Curter. Cooter. <laughs> That's even better. They're going to call him Cooter from now on. Well, he's going to look like Cooter from from, from uh, Dukes of Hazard when he get, when he starts to gray. Yeah. He's going to look like Cooter. He's going to look just like Cooter. So I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Uh, from 8 to 9 o'clock, uh, the gymnasts bring us in. Talking tents. 8 to 9 o'clock. We'll get up out of here. Uh, Jay Foreman, this is a big, big deal. Final four in a year where the young, the youngsters on the roster had to be put into into water and said, learn to swim. Yeah. And there are people to question that. And it, was rough, and it was rough waters for a little while. Right. You go to through. To our it. standard. To our standard. To everybody else, it would have been great. Right. Right. But that's a but it, look at it. It's, I mean, John Cook, he knows how to coach people, so you can question. He, he probably always has a method to his madness. He could foresee and and hoped that they would, uh, you know, find out how to. You know, it's either you sink or swim. Find a way to swim and survive, and they had to do it together. They probably gained some confidence, and then they probably just you know what said, hey, look, let's focus in on controlling what they can control, which is obviously the workouts at practice, and then the games probably slowed down for them, became second nature. And you know what's really good when I watch the game is that they created or have some mental toughness to even, you know, they jumped out to nothing. Then they lost that third set, which, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a letdown because you can kind of see the finish line. But then, you know what, they regrouped. It said, I mean, you could see it. Like right when they lost it, they all kind of just huddled up and said they regrouped. And then said, let's let's just now let's finish this. And then they came out and it wasn't even a question energy wise, execution wise. It was just a matter of time. And it was really I mean, it's a cool thing because this is a year that uh with all the young and their young talent talented uh freshmen or younger younger players, where a lot of people was like, Oh, next year is the year. Well, they said, you know what, screw next year, let's make it this year. And then they had some girls that, you know, are you know, were big name players that have been playing, you know, a lot before. Did Lexi Sun play Saturday? No. I don't think she played. No, I don't think she played. But you know, you, you know, she was there and she supported. Supported she, what she. She was loud right, and present. Yeah, what you need to do, and um, you know, look, what, I'm, I'm assuming when they when these girls play club ball and there's all these great volleyball players that come from, you know, all over. You know, there's times that if they're not playing well or a, a, a combination of players are playing, that you got to be on the bench, even though you're a power five division one future signee. So it probably brought her a little bit back to where, you know, when she was starting, maybe, you know, sometimes like, you know, you got to kind of, you know, play a different role. And, um, you know, she was probably called upon. I know she'd probably be ready to go. She's been playing. She's been playing. I mean, so it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. And, um, you know, they go and I think they play again, what, Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. So they don't have a, like a ton of time off, but then they got to get right back at it because now it's like. All right, we exceeded expectations and did the so-called unthinkable, according to everybody in Austin at the end of the University of Texas. How dare you beat University of Texas on our home court, which looked like a, a, a health club gym 
looked, it really isn't. It looked like the Atlanta Health Club. Like, right? right just a court. I mean, that, that's the best you – I mean, you're bringing recruits here? So – Well, I think they sell that a little bit that, listen, we're, we're a little we're, bit rough. We're right up – because they're you're right up in the face of the players. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but it just – it didn't – I mean, it didn't look appealing to me, And I, but I'm not a volleyball, you know, player. But at the end of the day, they beat them, get the 24-hour rule, come back and get patted on the back. Now we got – let's look, we did one thing. Okay, well, let's just take this thing all the way. There's nothing, and there's nothing stopping them except them and do the unthinkable. Deal with what you got to deal with on Thursday. When you're at the Final Four, yeah, you can have teams that are seated a little bit higher and thought of as of, you know, maybe better than one another. But you're there for a reason. You've earned it. They've definitely earned it. They should be going there extremely confident and uh, go out there and try to execute and win. And and give them kudos, man. They they've all worked for it, and and it wasn't easy this year. They did not blow through everybody. Um, and think that this was not a foregone conclusion. So that's even better. Was this is, is this the place in the year where there are no freshmen? Yeah, it's probably. I mean, thirty two you know, games yeah, in. Yeah, you're right? you're past being the, you know, inexperienced freshman, or that's an excuse. Um, now, granted, you just got you get used to the environment and ramping up because it's you know you now you're in the final four. This is a lot more intense. There's going to be more media scrutiny. It's a lot more pressure. Um, and now you aren't under the radar because there's only four left, you know. And you know they didn't really sneak up on Texas because Nebraska is a well-respected program nationally and always in the hunt. But like I said, everybody probably thought you know next year was the year. So, but now the team that you're about to play is fully aware of who you are, how good you've been playing, and what they're up against as our Nebraska players. So. There is no more freshmen. There's no more under the radar, but it's a great problem to have because the things that they, I think that they've learned throughout the regular season, you can't put those on paper. You know, the ability to fight through adversity, the ability to, ability to rebound, the ability to be essentially on the road, and, you know, the pressure would mount even more on Nebraska had they not closed the game out because if you get to a fifth set, then it's anybody's oh, ball game. And a lot, you gotta, of, things can go a lot of things can go wrong. You know, home field advantage, start getting some calls, all types of stuff. Um, so, look, they, they closed them out. They did what they needed to do, and that's the confidence that they could – because if they get in this position again, this is what they can draw back on. And you know what? Let's put the nail in the coffin and let's hammer people. So, it's it's, it's a great thing to do. And I know Coach Kilk is going to get these guys, re, you know, or these young ladies refocused on, uh, you know, the next opponent, and they'll go out and show well. Were you surprised that Hames was the the MVP? I thought Rodriguez was the was was the most important player on the. On the- I, she played excellent, right? you know. And I, like I said, I'm very green to volleyball, but I can tell when somebody's playing well. Rodriguez played played great, and so did Haynes. So it's kind of, you know, here or there. But you know, I mean, they. I'm assuming that they whoever made a decision, they know a lot more about volleyball than my green eyes or my, my green viewing. How about that? Now on the other side, the women's basketball program is a t- it's ten and zero. Oh yeah. First of all, a lot of the discussion today, and I didn't like that it, the distraction was taken away from the 10-0 right. and was put on the fact that the team was still unranked. Right. Like, just focus. They're 10-0. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. The ranking will take care of take, itself eventually, if, if you handle it, your business. Yeah, and who cares? I mean, yes, of course you want yeah, – and look, you want the respect that you, you've earned. They went out and had some big games. They've been consistent, obviously. But you know what? If you ever want to keep a team motivated, keep putting, the, keep holding them down. Because um, that's a scrappy team. It's a tough team. It's a mentally tough team, I think. 
Uh, I think they take took a couple years to kind of, you know, the, shape that team. Um, I like the pace that they play at. I think that Markowski has added, uh, among other, you know, a young freshman that can come in there and bang in the Big Ten, but they can move and finish around the basket. I think it gives you depth. It gives you a ability if there's some She's foul. She's a dancer down there. Yeah, but I'm saying if you have foul trouble by the starter, she can come in and get busy and, and not look like the freshman, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I think it's a good mix of team. I think you got a little bit of swag. I think you got toughness. I think they're, they're um, a, a, a tight team, you know. Um, and so, look, they're just on, onward and upward. You look, they, they, you can say, look, we, let's not worry about what people think of us. Let's worry about what we do ourselves. That's come to practice every day to get better, not to get through practice. And then once we step out on the court, let's always keep it in the back of our mind that the team that we're playing is part of the reason why they're disrespecting us. You get what I'm saying? Use I, it as a motivational tool. But is every is is this the common thread of every athletic program, or is this unique to to the women's basketball program that they figuring out? Look, we need to do this together. Well, look, they, they I well, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it. Everybody should take on that mentality, right? Uh, the volleyball, well, the women's program, volleyball and basketball have done it, right, or or are doing it. Um, it's better if you do it together because eventually you'll get all the accolades that you need to need to get. I just think that uh, this women's basketball, they're extremely fun to watch, right? They score a lot of points. They're exciting. They they're skilled. They can play rough. They, they, I like it that they're portable. They can, if you want to get up and down, and you want to get into track meet, we can play a track meet. If you want to get into like a, you know, slug fest, you know, we got some, we got some sluggers that we can get in there, and we can, we can get physical too. So, um, I like it, and they just need to stay focused and stay motivated, which they surely should be, um, because it's early in the season. Yes, you're not getting the respect as the rankings, but. You know, continue along the process because the Big Ten is not going to be easy, and you just got to keep knocking fools off. And you've got time. Yeah. You've got time. And, and and look, if you end up with, I don't know how many games they'll play, if you want to, you know, say like they play 32 games, you end up 26 and 6, you're going to be in the NCAA tournament. So just handle your business. Handle your business and the rest will come. I'd rather be getting out, getting moving up that ranking in the last like quarter of the season just than worrying about right now. Yeah, just go on a run. Yeah, well, let's just, well, let's just be 10 and 0, then we'll be 15 and 0. And then people are like, you know what? You know, we got to put these in the top 15 right before the season ends. And then we get a good ranking in the tournament. Does this team have everything it needs to win the big win in the Big Ten? Oh, uh, well, we're going to see. I think they do. Um, I think they played well at times last year. I think it was a good learning experience for all the girls coming back. And then you add some new pieces. Um, so if they go out and play well, I think they have – They, I mean, yeah, they can win the in the Big Ten. I mean, they can compete. So, it's, I mean, I don't think that – you know, of course, nobody – I mean, everybody would like to have, you know, Connecticut's roster or whatever, you know, <laughs> you know or or oh. South Carolina or something like that, right? But for Nebraska's team, you gotta you got to feel confident in what you have in a roster and the makeup of the team. And sometimes the makeup of the, of the roster as a whole is just as important or sometimes even more important than the individual pieces, right? Um, so, I think they got scores. I think they can play defense. They can play with pace, you know, as long as you keep the – the biggest thing is – is if they're not hitting, let's make sure we can go and play a but, different way to win games. But their half court is really good because right. they knock down shots. Right. But just say like they're not hitting for three. Let's okay. Let's make sure we can always lean on our defense, mm-hmm. and let's make sure we don't turn the ball over. Okay. So then we're going to be in the game everywhere. And then eventually we're going to get it going because this team is good enough offensively. Eventually, whether it's on a run or we start it, we start slow in the first half and we start pick up pace going into halftime. Then we come out at halftime or we can finish the game. Whatever those section of four of the 40 minutes goes, they can do it. 
as long as we do the things. Turn, don't keep the turnovers low, rebound, and play defense. They're going to be all – if they do those three things consistently on top of how well we can score the ball, even on nights that we're not necessarily hitting or don't have the energy, you know, offensively, they're, they're going to be a tough out. Who wins in a three-point shooting contest, boys or girls? <laughs> the girls. Right now, <laughs> right now the girls. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's just. It, like the numbers are just crazy. Right. If they see each other at training table, well, they know, just, well, that's uh, if they see each right, other at the right, training table, right? They need to be going like, man, you probably shouldn't eat that because that's not helping your shot. Right. <laughs> you know what? This, is what? this is what we eat. So, no, no, you, you no, know. what's gonna happen is the girls are gonna go over to the men's equipment room and take all their gear. They should. They gonna take all the gear. They should take all their shoes and say, until you start hitting threes and start. Start playing some offense. You only get one pair of shoes, and they gonna wear them. Yeah, yeah. like they gonna wear them. You gotta the wear girls the same, wear the dude shoes. You got you got to wear the same shoes in practice and in the games. You can't be wearing. You can't be doing none of that. You this got, this yeah. is what's gonna happen. Jack Shelley and Sam Hype will be at the table tomorrow. You gonna eat your cornbread? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> hey, they didn't need to. Hey, you know what they need to do is like Tony Ortiz did one of them. Kareem Sears is like once they start to say if they have a steak at the training table, yeah. they cut it up. They should just go right over, take their fork, eat it. Thank yeah, just sit there and go. Thank no, you. thank you, appreciate. Yeah. It. Thank you for thinking now, of me. Go get me another. One. Winners get steak, right? <laughs> right. You only eat, right. You get spam. Oh man! And some some of the guys are dating the girls. I think I think the girls are paying for dinner. Right. <laughs> we'll throw the break. We'll close out old school on ninety seven the ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.